It's time for the 8-Minute Devotion. The 8-Minute Devotion is a daily message that fills you with hope and encouragement from the Word of God. Here's your host, Pastor Cameron Walcott. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the 8-Minute Devotion, our Thursday episode, and I'm so glad you've chosen to listen once again. We're looking at our series, Dry Bones, looking at Ezekiel's vision in Ezekiel 37 of how the dry bones scattered around the valley became a great and mighty army, how the Lord revived them. The Lord used the prophet to prophesy and brought life back to the dry bones. Today we're going to look at the fifth truth that we can pick up from Ezekiel's vision, really the the fifth spiritual truth, and that is that the revival had a sound. You know, what we're looking at in this series over and over is that the dry parts of our life do not stop the work of God, but as we believe in him, these dry areas, these forgotten areas, these abandoned areas, forsaken areas, they can become the very source God uses to bring revival to us and to others. These things can be the very source God uses to bring revival. They don't stop the work of God, but they actually are the springs. uh, God uses them as the springs to bring revival uh, to pass. Uh, The tears that that we cry in the valley, God uses as the launching pad for the revival he's going to bring. And yeah, today we're going to see that the revival had a sound. So God asked Ezekiel, can these dry bones live again? Ezekiel gave the right answer. God, you know. I don't know. You know. Then the Lord told Ezekiel, prophesy. Prophesy to these dry bones. This is what I want you to say. And the fifth thing, like we said, is that the revival had a sound. That's from Ezekiel 37.7. So Ezekiel's speaking. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a sound, and behold, a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to its bone. And Ezekiel prophesied, and there was a sound. There was a rattling. Uh, there was a sound of the armies of God, and the sound of the people of God coming back to life. When Ezekiel prophesied, the rattle started, and then God's people started to come back to life. In the context of the vision, the children of Israel started to come back to life. Of course, they were going to be restored to their land almost 70 years later. And there was a sound. It all started, the revival, the resurrection all started with a sound. It reminds us of the sound that Elijah heard when he was telling Ahab that the drought was over and that God was going to send rain. 1 Kings 18, 41. And Elijah said to Ahab, Go up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of the rushing of rain. Elijah's words. There's a sound. There's a sound in the spirit. There's a sound that I'm hearing. That sound of the rushing of rain, the sound of the abundance of rain. There is a sound in the spirit, friends. And I want to ask, can you hear the sound of the armies of God moving? Can we hear the sound of revival coming? Say, Lord, give me ears to hear and a heart to understand that I can hear the sound of what you're about to do. Uh, You know, in the story of Elijah and Ahab here, it started with a little cloud the size of a man's hand. It hadn't rained for three and a half years. There was no sign of rain, but God told Elijah it was time. So remember, Elijah prayed. He, He kneeled down seven times, and on the seventh time, his servant came and said, you know, there's just a little cloud there in the sky. It's a little cloud the size of a man's hand. 
And that's when Elijah said, let's go. That means the rain is here. That means it's coming. It may just be a little cloud, but Elijah could hear the sound. And Elijah could hear the sound of a much greater rain that was on its way. Elijah heard what others could not hear in the Spirit. You see, uh, it was a little cloud the size of a man's hand. It became the abundance of rain. It became a great and mighty rain that the land needed. It starts with a little rattle here in Ezekiel 37, just a little rattle of those bones rattling around. It becomes a mighty army. The sound is coming. You know, I remember, it makes me think of 2 Samuel 5. David waited until he heard the sound of the mulberry trees before going to fight God's battles. You know, you will hear the rushing of the mulberry trees, then you'll go to battle. What that sound was, we don't know. You know, some have speculated it was the angel armies of God. God let David hear in the spirit, the angel armies of God and the mulberry trees. Perhaps, perhaps it was just God was sending a wind at the very time David needed to move perhaps. But whatever it was, David heard a sound. When he heard the sound, he knew it was time to battle. And he who has ears to hear, let him hear what God is saying in the Spirit. You know, I believe there's a sound of what God is doing in the earth today. And uh, praise God that he is starting to move. And just say, Lord, give me ears to hear that you are moving, you're going to move, that there is hope, there is life, there is encouragement. In the middle of the bad news around us, oh, there's a sound of victory. And I'm believing it, I'm declaring it, I'm walking in it. May that be your prayer, may that be your declaration, may that be what you hear, that sound of victory in the Spirit. Uh, I think we all have a part to play as well in joining that sound. We have a part to play in rejoicing, in joining the victorious sound of God's victorious army. And of course, one expression of that sound of God moving in the earth and of God moving in our lives, one expression of that sound is our praise and worship. Joining heaven's chorus and worshiping the Lord, praising the Lord, singing and raising our voices to him with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. That's part of joining that sound. That's part of the heavenly sound is our praise and worship and even our corporate praise and worship. You know, there is, of course, no specific scriptural command to start all of our services with music and singing, as we do in the modern church. Most modern churches, especially in the West, but really in, in many countries I've been to, start the same way. There's singing. There's some form of singing and praising and dancing. Uh, there's no specific scriptural command. This is how you must start every meeting. Uh, but we are told to sing to the Lord with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. We're told that in Ephesians 5 and Colossians 3, we are told repeatedly in the psalms to lift up our voice, lift up our hands, and praise the Lord. So there is scriptural basis for what we do. Uh, and I think that as a church, we should have a song of praise and a song of rejoicing. And again, it's not a scriptural command that we have to start every meeting that way, but it's, it, it is a way to get people's minds and hearts on the Lord. It is a good thing. And I want to encourage all of you listening and all of you watching, when you go to your church on Sunday morning, don't think of the praise and worship just as something that comes before the message. Don't think of it just as something to get through and then the message and then we get to go home. We have to break that mindset. We have to realize what a privilege it is to worship the Lord, what a privilege it is to lift our hands, what a privilege it is to join heaven's sound. Even if you're part of a church that may not have the slickest sound and the smoke machines, and you know, we see it on TV, we see it on YouTube, all these bands and huge bands, God 
God doesn't care if you have a huge band or one person leading from a guitar or a few people singing a cappella. God doesn't care about the specifics. God cares about the heart, the heart of worship, the heart of thanksgiving. That's the sound we need to join. So I encourage you, every time you go to the presence of God, worship, praise Him with all your might and your own as well. We're going to talk more about this tomorrow only on the 8-Minute Devotion. Thank you for listening to the 8-Minute Devotion. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen to or watch it. And email us at the8minutedevotion at gmail.com with any questions or comments. May God bless you.